Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. AEW has only been a company for three short years, but Tony Khan has already burned through some big names. Some, like Cody, went out with a memorable match that paved the way for All Elite's future. Others, meanwhile, were hidden away on lesser-seen programming. With that in mind, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, and these are 10 precise moments when AEW careers ended. Number 10, Joey Janela. Bad boy Joey Janela threatened to break out as a success story in AEW. Early matches against John Moxley at Fighter Fest and Kenny Omega showed some faith from the higher ups, but it was maybe never going to last. Months later, Janela sadly began sliding down the card. That continued until his contract expired on the 1st of May 2022. Joey's three-year run came to an end before that date, though. His last All Elite appearance fell on the 1st of February edition of AEW Dark. There he lost to Lee Moriarty in a spirited back and forth. Spirited, but it was definitely obvious who was supposed to be the star of the piece. Janela got cradled for the pin, and as the ref's hand is just coming down for the three counts. Janela's then valet, Kayla Rossi, realised the end was near from ringside. Rossi probably didn't know how correct she was at the time or how final that pinfall would be. Number nine, Chavo Guerrero. Chavo had a cup of coffee style run in AEW. The longtime ex-WWE star debuted on the 21st of July 2021 as Andrade El Idolo's executive consultant. This, on the surface, was a match made in heaven. Chavo can talk, and it made sense to put a mouthpiece with El Idolo ASAP. Yeah, it didn't really take long until Tony Khan changed his mind on that. Andrade decked Guerrero on the 10th of September episode of Rampage after Chavo had interfered in his match against Pac, which helped the handsome bugger score the win. But El Elo dropped the legend shortly after the bell had sounded, and from there, Chavo went off to film Young Rock, and that was that, aside from some stuff on social media. Number eight, Marco Stunt. Unless you are Rey Mysterio, I think it's fair to say there are only so many times one can work the underdog gig before it grows a little stale. Marco's last eight AEW match came on the 4th of October 2021 episode of AEW Dark Elevation. He teamed with Fuego Del Sol in a loss to Sean Spears and Pig at Wardlow. 
My apologies. The six-minute clash went a little longer than expected, but ended when the latter smashed Stunt with his finish and scored the easy pin. News began circulating at the turn of the new year that Marco would be gone when his deal ran out in May, and that proved to be the case. But AEW had already benched Stunt and replaced him in Jurassic Express with Christian Cage. Number seven, Jack Evans. Remember that head-shaving angle involving Jack Evans and Orange Cassidy on the October 2021 Rampage? Yeah, probably not. It'll be one of those moments in the B-Show's history that fans totally forgot about. But that wasn't quite the end of Jack's stint in All Elite. Now, his final moments came in a fairly hot match against Dante Martin on the 1st of March 2022 episode of AEW Dark. Evans ate a painful-looking moonsault for the three count and then his contract lapsed at the end of April. In truth, it felt like Jack's run ended after the hair angle. That totally came across like someone leaving the territory so to speak. Ultimately, the story also did nothing for Evans's career. He slid further down the ranks before being released back onto the indie circuit. I suppose you could say it's a case of hair today, gone tomorrow. Number six, Stu Grayson. For me, this one still stings a little bit. Stu Grayson was a big part of the Dark Order's business before his recent release, and his story is a bit of a quirky one. AEW taped a 12-man tag match on the 27th of April, 2022. That was set to air on the 2nd of May edition of Dark Elevation, and it did. You know what else happened that day? Grayson's contract with the company expired, and he left. Yes, he technically appeared on programming after he was already gone. Stu's post-match claw pose would be his last hurrah in the promotion. He debuted with a bang back during the first Double or Nothing pay-per-view in 2019, but opportunities had become more limited in the increasingly overlooked order stable since then. Number five, Awesome Kong. Awesome Kong had been cast as Brandy Rhodes' ticket to the top of the women's division when she burst into view during the summer of 2019. The deal with Kong seemed like a no-brainer. Her experience and star power meant she could help the division develop. Things, though, didn't really pan out as Khan and company might have intended there. Brandy's dark nightmare collective story was, at best, flat, and Kong looked less awesome by standing next to such a show. Finally, All Elite decided to pull the plug by having Mel and Luther of the collective kick the crap out of Kong following Mel's loss to Hikaru Shida on the 4th of February 2020. AEW Dark episode. Security then marched out to help Kong to the back as fans applauded her efforts and figured a babyface turn was incoming. That didn't happen. Instead, she went off to start filming the doomed fourth season of Netflix's Glow and then got released by AEW on the 1st of June, 2021. Number four, Big Swole. Here you can see Big Swole celebrating a two-minute win over Ali Catch on the 21st of September, 2021 episode of AEW Dark. That's as it turned out, would be her last celebration in a company ring. Things kinda, and this is a bit of an understatement, got a bit messy from there, and Tony Khan had a PR nightmare. You'd have to go back to All Out 2020 for the real beginning of the end for Swole, though there she worked a dreadful tooth-and-nail cinematic-style brawl with Britt Baker that proved to be a dire start to the pay-per-view. After that, Swole only worked three more times on the A-Show Dynamite. Frustration took hold, and she went on to criticise the lack of diversity in AEW. The resultant beef with Tony has been squashed by both sides since, but Khan did say he let Swole's contract run out in November 2021 because he 
felt her wrestling wasn't good enough. Not only that, but this diversity row affected other wrestlers on the roster too. Number three, Leo Rush. Namely, it affected Leo Rush's career. Rush took to Twitter and publicly called for Tony Khan to apologize for his comments on diversity in the wake of Big Swole's own remarks. That happened at the tail end of 2021 and it effectively brought the curtain down on Leo's AEW run. He wasn't seen on AEW TV after that and the promotion let his contract tick down come February. Let's just say that any chances Rush had of an extension went up in smoke due to this controversy. But he did later say that he sat down to have an amicable chat with Tony about everything. But still, Rush's career in All Elite ended when he hopped on social media to pile on the boss. Rightly or wrongly, he was considered a loose cannon who wasn't nearly important enough on programming to get away with such behavior. One tweet was all it took, and Leo was gone. Number two, Brandy Rhodes. The aforementioned Nightmare Collective idea must be considered as one of AEW's worst from the first three years of promotional activity. But at least the nightmare is over. Brandy's brawl with Paige Van Zandt on the 2nd of February Dynamite proved to be Rhodes' last showing on AEW TV. She packed up her bags and left both her character role and her gig as Chief Brand Officer. And together, the couple officially departed AEW on the 15th of February. And number one, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, no prices for guessing that this entry was going to be the one topping this list. The final year or so of Cody's AEW run will always be a talking point. Boos started to rain down on him during a 2021 feud with Malachi Black, and fans even tossed his weight belt back towards the ring on the Thanksgiving Eve edition of Dynamite. Things were not going well on the babyface front. Wheels were spinning in Rhodes's head back stage two. He's since claimed that Dan Lambert handing him the old WWWF title, a belt his father had held unofficially in the 70s, reignited his lust for WWE gold. A now or never thought entered Cody's head and he decided to make a grand return to Vince McMahon's promotion. Before leaving, Rhodes lost a fantastic TNT title ladder match to Sammy Guevara on the 26th of January episode of Dynamite. There, on AEW's flagship he could be seen selling on the mat post-defeat. Cody's eyes darted around the place, but they'd soon be firmly focused on WrestleMania 38. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com 
is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.